This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But we wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake on this highly produced advertisement. That's right. It's the History of Bad Ideas, a.k.a. Hobie. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast and on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. But if you like a podcast uh, roundtable with three to five guests, usually every week, depending on sick relief, uh, talking about all things geek, including movies, TV, I ain't getting paid for this shit. Blake bitching about something and ranting, uh, and comic books and anything else that we can think of. We have a top five list every week, along with a box office news, and somehow we have listeners, so they send us some feedback we answer every week. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Spotify, and any good podcast app, because if you can't find us on that podcast app, it's not a good podcast app. Damn straight. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. And welcome to episode 320 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Nancy. And this is the only podcast that says... I'm pissed off now, Joe Boo. Look, I go to you. I stick up for you. You know help me now. I say fuck you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. God, such a potty mop. You don't even know what that's from, do you? I have no idea who Joe Boo is. It's from the movie Major League. Yeah. You never saw it? Once. Once. Didn't care for it, I take nope. it. Wow. That's like a comedy classic. Shows Caddyshack. It, it's, that, no, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> but, I mean, you're talking about... I mean, first off, the reason I brought up the quote this week is because Major League, is, this is it premiered this week and it's 30 years old. It came out in 1989. I read somewhere The Notebook is anniversaries this week, too. Yeah, but we don't discuss movies like that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just We don't discuss those types I'm of movies. Saying. I understand. I'm just saying as well. We don't discuss those types of movies here. You don't. No. We don't. Like you said, like you've fucking seen The Notebook. I did one time. One time? I'll probably never watch it again. Right. Okay. It was like Fifty Shades of Grey. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. Okay. Except you enjoyed the books Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, much better. I didn't even finish the movies. Okay. I only watched the first one. But any anyway, so, you know, like one of the, the most quotable baseball comedies ever is Major League. And you've never seen it, so. I just said I saw it once. Once, okay, yeah. But you have you didn't like it, apparently. No, I didn't care for it. I'm not big on baseball movies. Well, I, I get most baseball movies because they start Kevin Costner. 
And you don't like Kevin Costner. <laughs> that's true. Like if that, you I, build it, they will come. That's a great movie. I just watched that not too long ago. I was just enthralled with it. I've just never been a baseball movie fan. It's all the same. Oh, wait, there is that one with Brandon Fraser and Albert Brooks. Oh, yeah. I do like that one. Okay. That's, that's actually it. a very good movie. Yeah, that's, but I mean, I like Albert Brooks. Yeah. Like, I like that movie a lot. Like, it's a very underrated movie. I can't think of the name of it to save my life right now. I want to say it's The Rookie, but I know that's wrong. I can't think of it either. Yeah. The Scout? I think I said The Scout. Yeah, yeah it's like a really good movie. But baseball, like, has very... Like, it, it's like, you know, he's a baseball player and Albert Brooks is a scout, but that's not what the movie's anywhere near about. No. Like, there's hardly any baseball actually yeah. in it. Uh-uh. I agree. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it's, I guess, you know, probably why you like it, because there's so little baseball in it, where, like, a classic, like, Bull Durham has so much baseball in it. Yeah. But you don't like baseball as a whole. I like going to the games. I don't like watching them on TV. You don't like watching them when you go to the game, either, though. Yeah, I do. To an extent. <laughs> like, like, well, the last game I think we went to, we went with your, your, your family. Yeah, because we got your the we got the um the Webkin par- parrot par- yeah. parrots. I have a picture of it. And that was a game that like you disappeared for like four innings. We were looking for the Coors Light dude. <laughs> it doesn't take four innings mm-hmm. to find any Coors Light in that in that building. Well, we were also looking for them french fries you were you were just <laughs> you just had no like i can sit down like i can get to a game i can sit down i got my pepsi and i cannot get up for the rest of the game like i will sit there for nine innings like you were like like you didn't i could tell you didn't like going with me alone because i, I wanted to sit there and watch the game and so when we went with your family like you could disappear for half the game we were on missions. <laughs> I understand that. It's just, it's PNC funny. PNC Park is pretty big to walk around. I mean, you can get lost. But you don't need to walk around to get <laughs> half the shit you need. <laughs> and then we had to get the ice cream and the pirate hats, because that's what uh, Miranda wanted. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Everybody wanted something different. It was, like, in all different locations at the park. Not really. You just decided to go to all different locations mm-hmm. in the park. Then I wanted to find the purple baseball. Because I had a pink one. Remember, I wanted a purple right. one. Right. None of the vendors had it. So we had to go look for another one that did. So you had to go down to the main... I don't know where we ended up going. Oh, it was so I'm... long ago. Oh. I did find one, though. That's why I was happy. Like, you left at the, at the like, the second inning and came back in, like, the seventh. The time for the seventh. I think like... it was because there was nobody I really cared for at the time playing for the Pirates. So it oh. was no big deal if I missed them. And it was like one of those deals where like you're like you came back in time for the pierogi race. Yeah, we don't want to miss that. Yeah, you don't want to miss the pierogi race. No. I'm like, come on. What's he doing? Uh, he's all mystified because I've got things all discombobulated here. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like you're not really a baseball enthusiast, like. 
depends on who I'm following. Okay. And there hasn't really been anybody since Samarja. Who, who didn't play for the Pirates. No, he did not. Was never associated with any Pittsburgh sports teams whatsoever. No, he did play against them a couple of times. Yes, yes. Good old Jeff Samarja. <laughs> Mr. Porn Stash. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he's up to today. I'm sure you can go. I'm sure. I think he's probably still, married with like 15 kids by now. I, I think he's still in the majors. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, I want to say he's like with Oakland or so. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I know he doesn't play for the Cubs anymore. No. He was in San Francisco for a while. Yeah. I think he had a World Series ring with San Francisco. Who was that other dude I used to follow that paid for the Pirates? He was like left field or right field or some shit. I got his jersey. Brian Giles? Giles, yeah. Does he still play? No. No? No. Um, I remember when they traded his ass. Because remember, he came back, we went to that game... Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if he feels weird playing against them when he played for them for so yeah. long. Yeah, I like Brian Jones. Yeah. All right, enough of the baseball. Enough of the baseball. So, how have you been, babe? <laughs> yeah. Is it? That's a loaded question. Yeah. You're substituting for Ian, who um, is oh, apparently yeah. having some, some sort of mouth pain. I can feel his pain, man. Yeah. I know what it's like. So he he was unavailable. So Nancy was kind enough to step in. I, you were lucky I didn't have to work tonight. I, I, well, we would have recorded earlier. We wouldn't have come home from dinner and taken an hour nap. I didn't take no nap. Well, I took an hour nap. I was watching iCarly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't broadcast that again. <laughs> Shows oh, we no. don't discuss. People like iCarly, don't People even. People like iCarly, okay. Yes, they do. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to get back into Stranger Things since they're hour-long programs. What the... Can you get any closer, dude? <laughs> oh, this is a mess. You're a mess, Drift. <laughs> he is. You are just a mess. He's all in your grill. He is. In my grill. He's unhappy unless he's up in my grill. See, Ahsoka has her moods. Yeah. Sometimes she wants to be up in your grill. Right now, she just wants to be left alone. Oh, my. Excuse me. Uh-huh. So. So, you, you're, you're, ha- you're three-fourths away. You're, you're, you're on episode six, you said, of yes. Stranger Things. So, you've mm-hmm. got, like, two more episodes. Yeah, I fell asleep. Three more episodes six. to go. I fell asleep watching six last night. Okay. I, I have completed it. I watched it. That was my 4th of July. Well... You had off the 4th of July. I didn't. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not denying that. You know. I don't get as many days off as you do. Well, you know, again. I'm more important at my job. I can't take days off. Well, aren't you lucky? <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to spoil anything, but I, I thought the third season was phenomenal. It felt very much like a, a bit of a return to what the first season was. Uh, I'm having a few issues, but... I want to see the end before I decide as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I just, I just love them kids. They amuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Dustin. Dustin's fun. The, Dustin is a very fun character. Yeah. And I do like Levitt and Mike. Yeah. And I like Will's brother. 
Yeah. And I love Winona Ryder. Yeah. Love her. Yeah. I like David Harbour. Which one is that? He he's Hopper. Oh yeah, I like Hopper. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's funny. Yeah. He does some funny stuff on this on this season. I don't want to say anything because I don't know anybody's. I mean, he just came out this week, so yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, but I mean, there's it's it's very good. It, it like last season was like very weird to me. It was like the whole thing with Eleven going and finding. The, they uh, they felt so. I mean, I get it, but it was like such a disconnect from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like in this one, like while the gang's not all together. And you're waiting for that moment when they do, like, when everybody gets back together. Well, when you her know and Mike shit. reunited was, like, what I waited for. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, one of those deals where, like, the, like last season it felt so disjointed. Mm-hmm. And this season's much more, the story's much more cohesive. Right. Than last season yeah. was. I agree. But that's all you can say. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind spoiling shit. You know, I'll give a spoiler I, alert, but but since you I haven't watched gonna, it, I'm not going to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, since I still have two and a half episodes left. Yeah. Which I'll probably get through another episode or and a half tonight before yeah. I fall asleep. I just been tired. It's hard watching those hour-long shows. Yeah. But th- those episodes move quickly. They do, but it's still an hour mm. of my time. It was like to stay awake the whole time. It was like when I was watching, rewatching Jericho, I was like, God, this isn't a long episode. Which, by the way, I was not aware of this because I never actually fully watched um, Jericho on Netflix. So I always had the DVDs. They don't have the final ending movie on there. Oh, they don't? Yeah. I didn't know that. So it's like I'm, I'm at the last episode of the second season. I'm like, okay. Well, you didn't shit. Remember they made that final ending thing? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, where the hell's that at? Yeah. <laughs> and I got to dig my DVD out and watch it. They did that with Prison Break, too. Remember they made that, well, before they made this last season, yeah. they did that final two-hour movie? Yeah, right. When it was on, when it was on Netflix, because it ain't anymore, that was not included. Right. I was very upset. Because it's hard to dig out my DVD right now. Right. But, uh... So, that, I, I completely... I, I highly recommend... If you have not watched it yet, if you're on the fence, watch Season 3. It's well worth it. Only if you've seen 1 and 2. Well, only if you've seen 1 and 2, obviously, You'll yeah. You'll be but, a little lost if you yeah, don't. But still, Season 3 is, is is fun. It was. I enjoyed every episode. You know, I, I can't complain one bit myself how... What they did. I wouldn't say everything is great. Okay. I didn't have that one issue with it. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, tonight, you and I went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home. We did. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Don't spoil it, I haven't seen it all yet. (laughs) Nancy took her nap in the middle of Spider-Man Far From Home. this morning. That ain't fair. I tell you that every time. When I work in the morning, getting up at 6 o'clock is no joke. I understand that, babe, but I, I gave you the option. You're like, yes, let's go see it. And then you fell asleep. I'm, oh, I didn't you know. think I was going to, honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, I had a short day today, so it was like, yeah, I'll stay awake. And then I forget about those comfy seats. 
Yeah. And you always give me the broken one, so I'm always leaned back a little bit more than normal. Right. And off I went. <laughs> but I just missed that middle part. Yeah. <laughs> the important part. Yeah, the important part that explained everything. Yeah. You woke up like, Jake Gyllenhaal's a bad guy? <laughs> oh, he was a good guy. What happened? what I miss? <laughs> yeah. I woke up like in the middle of the fight. Yeah. I was like, what? Wait, why are they fighting each other now? <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Why do you do that to me? Sorry. You should wake me up. And then you're like, yeah, I thought you were asleep. And I'm like, why wouldn't you wake well, me up? Well, I tried to. You did not. I did. I gave you a little tickle, which normally you get, get wakes you, but you were you were Whatever. apparently out. You did not. You're <laughs> such a pimper. I wasn't going to, like, you know... I mean, it wasn't a crowded theater, but there were people directly behind us. She was in a wheelchair. Like, she was paying attention to us. Okay. She was checking out Jake Gyllenhaal. I guarantee you that. Wow. There, there's a... <laughs> there's an accusation. Well, he's handsome. I was checking him out. Okay. Whatever. What was the mouth thing going on with him, though? I don't know. Did you notice like he was like talking out the side of his mouth at times? I, I was like, what the hell happened to his mouth? I don't know. I, I, I the only thing I can think of is because they wanted to per- perpetrate him as a liar. Maybe that's something that they asked him to do, like you know, talk from the side of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I never noticed him doing that before. I'm gonna have to watch him and other things. Okay. And that was like weird. But uh, it's really good. It um, it really laid out a foundation. I think, like, especially if you know the comic books a little bit, it really laid out a foundation of what the next phase is going to be, and it pulled the wool over my eyes with the tra- with what I thought the next phase was going to be. You mean with the extra trailers or the extra scenes? Yeah. Like the movie itself. If you just watch the movie itself, it real like it kind of closes the door. It, it, what it does is it does a very good job of closing the door on the Infinity Saga. Yeah. Because it, it, a lot of it is with yeah. Peter Parker dealing with the death of Tony Stark. Right. And trying to live up to that legacy, mm-hmm. which everybody's expecting him to do. Yeah, that part I saw. Yeah. So that's that's really, really good. Like, I mean, the, what they did there with that storytelling, you know, makes a lot of sense and... You know, he's just a 16-year-old kid and he feels the weight of the world on his shoulders because of, you know, how close he was to Tony. And it's great and it's really well done. But the, um... The, the, the mid-credit scene and the post-credit scene really set up the next phase. Well, I like the first post-credit one. Right. that one you were like, oh. Yeah. Because again, spoilers. I mean, what it, it essentially is the, the, the <laughs> first spoiler. I'll give a spoiler. It just came out. Why would you do that? Be, because I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it in a spoilery fashion. Well, you give the spoiler. Okay. Well, the sport. This like the, the the first post credit scene is you know essentially you find the Daily Bugle is actually a uh, <laughs> like an like an online vlog. I love I, that dude. Yeah, and it, they bring back J.K. Simmons <laughs> to be J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> and J. Jonah Jameson is like like a, a right wing 
like he's like an Alex Jones type character of like a right wing conspiracy nut, but he's out for Spider Man, mm-hmm. and he basically like they they set it up so that his identity is revealed. Yeah, but not he didn't reveal it. But I, I don't want to give that spoiler away. Well, I don't want him being the bad guy. Well, but <laughs> but that's it. It makes what, what's interesting about it is two things. Number one, like, if you go back into the comic books, it's one of those things where in the, um, the, the original Civil War comic book, when, when Peter chose a side, he chose Tony's side. Because it was either, you were either Team Tony or you were Team Cap. And he chose to be on Tony's side, and Tony's side was all for the Superhero Registration Act. Right. And it required Peter to, re- to take off the mask and reveal who he was. Mm-hmm. And Peter Parker's entire life has been, you know, I need the mask to protect who I am, to protect my loved ones, because if my if my villains know who my loved ones, who I am, they'll fall, they'll take care of, take advantage of my loved ones. And so this was a big step for him, and it ends up biting him in the ass in the comic books and he ends up realizing the mistake that he's made by by agreeing to the superhero registration act and he switches from team tony to team cap so that was huge and so like like to have this revealed and i mean and don't forget you've got you still got vulture in prison you've still got mm. scorpion in prison you know um and it's one of those deals where like you're, you're thinking to yourself well, Vulture knew who, yeah, he, who, you he know, who he was, and he's protecting Peter's secret identity right. from Scorpio. Yeah, you know, when are those two guys like? like is the next movie going to be like you know Scorpion getting out of prison and coming after Peter? Will Vulture get involved back involved? You know, like I mean, there was some, there are some ramifications to all of this to like it being revealed who Peter Parker is. Right. You know, so I thought that was a very interesting twist to to kind of put in there. Yeah, you know, now I mean, is there a way? Like, if it, if Tony was alive, he would find a way to to, fi- to to solve this. Like, he would find a way to like like make it disinformation, prove that it's not true, something like that. But now it's there's nobody there around that can do something like that. No, you know, Happy can't do it. May can't. I mean, you know, there's nobody. Pepper can't do something like that. Like, they just don't have the ability to spin this. So, and there's no Avengers really to rely on. So it's like, what what does a guy do now? Like, you know, he's going to go from being the hero of the city to being the villain of the city in many ways. Yeah, but I mean, he has it times already. Well, in the comic books, absolutely. Like, in the movie, in the, in this, in the movie cinematic universe, not really. Well, not with Tom Holland, no. No. Like, in... I mean, I, I know, like, in the, the Tobey Maguire movies, you know, Jay Jonah was always out for Spider-Man, right. you know, and that was always a thing, but, like, he was never, like, really, like, a, like, you know, most wanted number one or anything no. like that. Like, the, you know, he wasn't on the, you know, the New York Police Department's most wanted. This will put him on the New York Police Department's most wanted now. No, which one is the one where Dennis Leary was the, the, the cop after him? The, the, those were the, um... Oh, that Andrew was Garfield, that. Yeah, that Amazing was the Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man was that one. I almost that, forgot about them too. Yeah, we all try to. Whatever. 
<laughs> but then you get to the second, you know, um, end credit, you know, the second scene. Yeah, I didn't see how much that really dealt with Spider-Man, though. It doesn't deal with Spider-Man, but it deals with the Marvel Universe. No, I get that. And that is what's... Uh, it, uh, it was a... Um, 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 it was a series called Secret Invasion. Now, in that, the Skrulls were taking over select people, but they were doing it against their will. And in this one, like it looks like the you know, at the end of it, Maria Hill and and Nick Fury agreed to let the Skrulls take their place. You know, which but still, it's like. How many other people are, are, have been infiltrated by the Skrulls? The only thing that scene has taught me is that it's really nice to be Samuel L. Jackson. That's all I know. Sitting and relaxing and drinking a freaking Mai Tai. It's always good to be Sam Jackson. Dude has it easy in these movies anymore. <laughs> well. All he's doing is sitting around. Sam's in his 70s, I think. He's still getting paid just to sit around. Well, yeah, I'm not going to deny that, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, like, Sam's kind of at a point where, like, being a superhero or, or being an action hero is kind of difficult. Maybe you should hang it up then. He's an actor in demand. Oh. Mm. And he was born December 21st, 1948. Maybe 70. Yeah, he's, he's 70. Dude's been around for a while. He's walking like he's 70. Gonna need a cane pretty soon. Well, I'm just... But I'm just... All I'm saying is, I, you know... Like... You don't expect to see Samuel L. Jackson... Going all out like he used to. I'm not saying that. I understand that, Ben. But I'm just... I mean, you know, you're just like... He's got it easy... Well, if anybody that could have it easy, it should be Sam Jackson. He never really did all that much as Nick Fury. Barking out orders. That's basically what he does. Yes. And threatening people. I'm fine with that. When the that. fuck did he ever do any action? The first Avengers movie. Okay, whatever. That's so long ago. <laughs> How long ago was that? Wow. What did he do? I don't even remember. He was shooting people. Oh, okay. So he was standing instead of sitting. No, okay. there was there was a little bit of running involved with yeah, that. Yeah. He might, but that might have been a stunt. Because even in the what is it? Even in the Winter Soldier, when they're attacking him, he's sitting in a car. Hey. And the car is doing most of the work. That was hard work right there. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's good to be Samuel L. Jackson in the freaking universe of the Avengers. Hey, Star Wars Sam Jackson worked his ass off. <laughs> Especially in episode two and episode three. Okay. I mean, I worked up a sweat. <sighs> yeah, I work up a sweat every day I'm at work. I don't get no fucking beach Mai Tais and shit. Oh, good lordy. <laughs> Listen to you. I probably have a more demanding job than that, man. I'm, I'm sure acting is not nearly as demanding as what you do, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I act at work. I no, act I, plenty. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> My sister says I'm the fakest nice person she's ever yeah. met. 
<laughs> so anyway, moving on. Because you've derailed this conversation. <laughs> I also watched on HBO this week, I watched uh, Robin Hood with... Um, Robin of the Hood. Yeah. T- Taylor Ed- Edergan. Is that that dude's name? I think so, yeah. The guy that plays Robin Hood. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Well, I the the, the villain, the sheriff of Nottingham. No, is... no, the other dude that's training him. Jamie Fox. I can never remember his name. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Teron Egerkin was Robin. I'm sure you're pronouncing that wrong. I'm sure I am too. Uh, Jamie Foxx was John, and Ben Men- Mendelsohn was the Sheriff of Nottingham. That's my boy. Yes. So, um... The Sheriff of Nottingham. It was... a weird movie. I'm gonna have to watch it. Not today, but... Well, it's, it's weird because you can tell they were trying very hard to put modern influences on something that was of a medieval nature. And it failed miserably. Like, like you know, during the scenes, during the Crusades, like the, the way the, the archers were moving in formations and stuff like that. And even at one point, they're like, we're going to bring in the, the you know, they're, they're setting up a signal flare so that the, um, the catapults can can shoot the rocks at the it, it was very like strange like how they did everything like it, it like it, it was like they tried very hard to give things a modern feel like even like later on there's like this this chase involving horses and carts and and it was like something out of a fast and furious movie at, at mm-hmm. one point like it was like it was it was just really weirdly done and, and it's unfortunate because it actually had a very good story that it wanted to tell and I like the way it told the story as, as like, the origin of, of, of Robin, but it just kind of fell flat. And that kind of bums me out. Because I like the cast. Yeah. Like, like I, there was a lot of things about the movie I liked. I don't think we need another origin story about Robin Hood, though. But it was, it, it was working, it worked very hard to set itself up as a franchise. And unfortunately, it's a franchise. It, you know, it felt that this movie fell flat on its face, as far as it made no money. Whenever I seen the trailer in the theater, I was like, I had my doubts. Yeah. Well, so you did can't, I. You can't just stick Jamie Foxx into a movie and think it's going to do great. I agree. The person I feel bad for is Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. And like the problem is, like, I like I like the kid who played Robin Hood. Like I liked him in the Kingsman. He's in the 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 Elton John movie. I want to see. Like he's in. He, he does things I like. I like him as an actor. It's just this movie. Like unfortunately, like it told a good story. It's just un- everything else that's kind of built around that story. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah. That sucks. It's uh, I can't really you know comment until yeah. It also had the guy from uh, what Jamie, uh, the guy from the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, Doris, Doris, and Jamie Dorian or something like that. Yeah. yeah, he was in it too. What does he play? Um, he 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 plays a guy named Will. 
I don't know if he's supposed to be Will Scarlet. Wasn't that Christian Slater's guy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to see, like, I, at this point, like, I, if you want to see a very, a good telling of Robin Hood, I would say that there, there's a, a series, a BBC series that was, I know, you're British people. <laughs> British. Oh, no. <laughs> I know enough about Robin Hood, I don't need to be watching but, that. But it, it's, it's actually a really good show. Oh, I don't watch BBC. Okay, I, that's fine. British if people it, drive me crazy. Other people out there who are looking so for a good snooty. Robin Hood. This isn't snooty at all. They're very snooty people, and they have their sense of humor is just not even funny. Wow. I I can't. There, there's another shocker for you. Got to watch putting that stuff down, as the microphone. Sorry, I'm sorry. But you're another shocker from Nancy. British people are snooty, and she doesn't like their humor. It's not funny. They're not funny. You really don't find Monty, Monty Python funny at all? No. Wow. I never thought Benny Hill was funny either. That, uh, no. Going around smacking that poor old guy's bald head. What's wrong with people? I didn't like what's-his-name either. I yeah. love The Office, but I just I didn't like the original. After yeah. two episodes, I shut that shit off. I was you, like, this is not funny. I you know can barely weird. understand what the fuck was coming out of his mouth half the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it is weird. Like, I, I've watched The British Office, and, like, people were like, oh, it's amazing. But, like, after watching the American version, I found it bad. Yeah, it was very like, bad. Like, it wasn't that good. And, again, a good cast. Like, I, I like Martin Freeman. I like the... I, I mean, I, there's a lot of people in that cast I like. But after watching, like, the American version of it, I was like, man, this just isn't as good. Mm. Which is weird to say. I'm sure there are millions of people out there who are going to completely disagree with me, but you got millions of people listening to you. No, <laughs> the millions <laughs> and millions I of PNP fans. <laughs> you don't know, watch me just say there. Right? Well, I'm just uh, in general. There are millions yeah. of people. Out, I wish I had a million people listening, but the millions of people out there who are probably going to be like. Sean, you don't know what you're talking about. But it just it wasn't as funny. I thought. Like I, I thought the Brit, the American version. I, I, I just liked it better. I, I liked Michael Scott. I liked Jim. I like. I mean, it, it, even from the get go, like the 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 initial, like going back and rewatching that, the like the initial season, the season one of The Office is is still far superior than the British version. Uh, don't lie, you like Creed the best. Oh, I do like Creed the best. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, he's my favorite. I would watch a show about Creed. <laughs> Creed. Yeah. What a weirdo. Yeah. 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 So man, this, you have an amazing talent to just take me right off of the rails. <laughs> well, you this is, Talk about stupid shit. I don't want to talk about stupid shit. So you just redirect it. <laughs> well, right. let, let's, as as we say here on the show, let's jump in the old show proper. Are you going to tell everybody the good news? Well, we told them that last week. What? About the move. Oh. You do that without me? Yeah. You're a boob. Nancy's very happy, though. I'm very happy. You can get the hell out of this shithole. So, July 1st. That's past. It's past, but every July 1st is known as Bobby Bonilla Day. 
Mm, I thought that was the Canadian Independence Day. It is. It's also Canadian Independence Day, but we don't recognize that here in the United States. I recognize it. Well, that's you. I got family that lives in Canada. Uh, good for you. But here in the United States, it's known as Bobby Bonilla Day. Who's Bobby Bonilla? Bobby Bonilla was a baseball player. He played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, and then he, when he became a free agent, he went to the, to the New York Mets. Right. I remember now, you saying. Yes. Now, Bobby Bonilla signed a deal... And then the Mets, because of being involved in a Ponzi scheme, could not pay him. So they deferred money. And for the, it started in 2010, and it's going until 2032, where they pay him basically one point some million dollars every year on July 1st. Wow. So Bobby Bonilla, every July 1st, Makes a million more dollars a year. He don't play baseball anymore. He hasn't played baseball since the since the early two thousands. Shit, it's good to be him. Yes, so it's become known as like this. It's like this mocking thing of the Mets, where it's like you have this dead money you have to pay Bobby Bonilla every year. It's just just such a Mets thing to do. But NBC Sports points out that they're not the only team that's ever done this. So like. Manny Ramirez has a 16-year, $32 million deferred money deal from the Red Sox, which, like Bonilla's, kicked in on July 1st of 2011. It costs them $1.968 million a year, and that goes through uh, July 1st of 2026, when Manny Ramirez will be 54 years old. The Cardinals are paying Matt Holliday to play, to play now, but they'll still be paying him through 2029. Um... Retired Rockies first baseman um, deferred $13 million of his 2011 salary and we paid through 2024. Um, the Reds are still paying Ken Griffey Jr. Um, and that will be continuing until well into his 50s. But the coup de grace of all this is Brett Sutter, or Bruce Sutter. Bruce Sutter was to receive payments totaling $44 million over the next 36 years from his new club, the Atlanta Braves. Sutter will receive a $7,050 salary for each of the next six years and a minimum of $1.2 million a year for the remaining 30 years of the contract. In addition, he would get the $9.1 million so-called principal at the end. The now this is Bruce Sutter was this is from like 1985. The Braves are still paying Bruce Sutter, who you know signed with them in 1985 and hasn't played baseball in over 20, 30 years. Wow. So like it's like funny like we make fun of like this this Bobby Bonilla deal, but the reality is like this is like a common practice in baseball, and it's like I wish my company would do that for me. Yeah, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, my company sure the fuck won't. No, no, no. I'd like to defer my money and collect the interest on it and so you can pay that out to me over, like, yeah. 20 years. I mean, could you imagine getting that every year? I mean, you couldn't even spend that much fucking money. It's like every, every July 1st, Bobby Bonilla walks into the bank with a big smile on his face because he's got, like, $1.8 million sitting in the bank that he didn't have there on, on June 30th. Yeah, but, I mean, is he going through that money in a year, though? I mean, by now, he's had to, like, gotten everything that he's always wanted. 
yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm not quite sure what Bobby Bonilla's financial status is, but it also would not surprise me if Bobby Bonilla was going through that money, and yeah, could like on in May was like, man, I can't wait till July 30th, July 1st. <laughs> they can't get here fast enough. Well, unless he's like a gambler or something. We're, we're eating ramen tonight, people. Oh my god. That's insane that people make that amount of money. I'll never see that fucking money in my life. Well, it's it's funny. Like, how... Like, you don't think about it. But, like, how, how like, these athletes spend this money so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, it amazes me how, how often you hear about an athlete that is, is broke. Yeah. Like... You look Sleeping at the, out of their car, like especially like after, like athletes after like who start who, who began playing or were playing from the mid nineties on. Like mm-hmm. I get like players who played in the eighties and the seventies, like they didn't make enough money to to spend live the rest of their life, mm-hmm. and, you know. But like players like from the mid nineties on, like when contracts really started blowing up and the salary cap came in, and you started seeing guys you know with these multi year deals making. X amount of money that you know you're just like okay, you know th- th- these people are making more than enough money during the lifetime of their contract. They should be able to live c- comfortably for the rest of their lives. And the fact of the matter is, three fourths of them are broke. Yeah. And it's shocking. They live beyond their means, and they have to start paying it. Right. I mean, it's, it's like sooner or later the bank wants their fucking money, and it's like. Or it's like, you know, you had to take care of everybody from the neighborhood. You know, like you felt like you felt like um, it's called like survivor's remorse. Mm-hmm. Where like, okay, I got out of, out of a bad situation. I need to bring as many people as I can with me. And the next thing you know, you've got a posse of like 20 people. Who Where are, is that what happened to MC Hammer? That That's what happened to MC Hammer. Yeah, he had like 40 people on the payroll, 39 of which did nothing. Yeah. You know. But they were getting paid a million dollars a year. Yeah. You know, he was taking care of everybody. Well, that's just stupidity. Yeah. But it's just, it's, 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 you know, but also some of it is guys living, like you said, beyond their means and running with these lifestyles of just like, like, you do not need a Maserati. You don't need five Maseratis sitting yeah. in your fucking garage. You don't need these big ass houses when it's just you. You don't need a private jet. You don't need to take a vacation every fucking two months. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need half the shit you fucking have. They just want it. Yeah. I don't think I'd live like that. I mean, I would upgrade. Yeah. But I wouldn't, like, go off the fucking deep end. I. But it's, like, weird, like, because... Like, every guess- paycheck, I would bank at least half it. But the pro the problem is this, like at, at like forty six year old Sean agrees with you. Oh yeah, twenty something wouldn't. Yeah, twenty two year old Sean yeah. who, who's just been given yeah you know a, a, a three million dollars yeah. a year would be like Yahoo. Oh yeah, you I, know? I agree with you. I'm making but it rain. You also got to figure out the drugs, the alcohol, the gambling, and the women. Right there is a lot of fucking money. You start buying them women diamonds. <laughs> and cocaine ain't, ain't cheap. No. No, it is not. No, it is not. I'd be doing it. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not. I do not endorse drugs. No. I do not encourage people to do drugs. Weed. If they could afford it. Weed we're okay with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good you know, with it. Not that we do for, that either. No, no. We I can't, can't we, even afford that. We can't afford that either. But, you know. But it a, won't break you. <laughs> for, for medicinal purposes, <laughs> yes. we in the state of Pennsylvania are fully behind weed. Yes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need is some angry mother writing into you. Yeah. My son snorting coke as of you. <laughs> if anybody's taking any of my advice out there, shame on you. In all honesty, shame on you. I agree. Don't yeah. be taking Sean's advice. No. Not I, at do, all. I don't. I used to. I don't anymore. No. And I'm a she, better person for it. She is. She's <laughs> She's definitely upgraded herself. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't listen to you anymore. No. She used to think I was wise. Then she figured that shit out, and I'm just talking on my <laughs> asshole. Yeah, when you stop giving all the getting all those figure out all those promises ain't gonna happen. You're like, fuck that shit. Ugh. Moving on. Um, Robert Kirkman has ended the Walking Dead comic book. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and this came as a real shock to people. They should end it, the show, too. <laughs> yeah, they should end the show, too. <laughs> but A season um, ago. Apparently, and this is where it got, like, really weird. You know, um, like, two issues ago, they killed off Rick Grimes in the comic book. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so now, they, without any sort of fanfare, without any sort of, um, like, notice of any type... They released episode, uh, issue 193, and it's a 71-page finale. Wait, wait, wait. Go back a second. <clears throat> you said in the in the comics they killed off Rick Grimes. Yes. Did they kill him off the same way they, he was killed off in the show? No. No, because it, it, in the comic books, it's heartbreaking. Don't be spoiling it. Well, like, you're, like you're going to read the fucking Not comic Not for book. me. Okay. Well, spoiler alert for those who... <laughs> But apparently, like, Rick was, like, building the the utopia that he, that he felt, like, he was trying to push forward towards getting back to, like, being civilized and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, apparently some, he crossed somebody, and it was their, their kid broke into Rick's house and shot him. Wow. Now, the problem becomes Rick... Becomes a zombie, mm-hmm. and Carl finds him because he didn't shoot him in the head. Right, fuck. Right, so Carl finds him wandering the streets, uh, and Carl's the one that has to put him down. Kind of like what's his face had to put his wife down. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like it was like this really heartbreaking. Oh wait, in the comics, did Carl kill his mother? No. I was say he he had to do both. Yeah, no. In the in the comic books. Wait, in the comics, Carl's still alive. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, in the comics, Lori dies at the Battle of the Prison. Oh, uh, okay. But she also dies with the baby. Oh, uh, so Judith never. Judith never like comes to life. Yeah. 
Cause like it, but like at the end of it, like it's like that scene, like where Rick has his arm around Carl and he's leading him away from the prison. He's like, "Don't look back." Like how that season ended. Yeah, that's like that was straight from the comic book. Okay, and like the next season, the way it opened with Rick basically collapsing mm. on that couch and Carl kind of like living the life yeah. for a day. Right. That's how the comic books. Eating pudding off a roof. Yeah, eating pudding off a roof. Yeah, but um. But so the but the Walking Dead the comic book is is has been put to rest. Um, but then you gotta wonder who's gonna be the last man standing then. Well, apparently they, they do a flash forward and it's Carl. <clears throat> not not the comics. Oh. Um. But Kirk, like people, I haven't watched anything in this last season. I mean, as soon yeah. as they killed Rick, I was done. I'm like, I'm yeah. done with this fucking shit. And I didn't even care that Daryl Dixon was still alive. I was like, yeah. fuck this shit. Because then they did that whole flash forward shit. I'm like, uh, uh. This ain't lost. So Kirk, I'm like Kirk, sucked into it. Kirkman said, I find this interesting. Um, he said, I hate knowing what's coming. As a fan, I hate it when I realize I'm in the third act of a movie. And the story is winding down. I hate that I can count commercial breaks and know when I'm near the end of a TV show. I hate that you can feel when you're getting to the end of a book or a graphic novel. Some of the best episodes of Game of Thrones are when they're structured in such a way and paced to perfection so your brain can't tell if you've been watching for 15 minutes or 50 minutes. And when it, the end comes, you're stunned. <coughs> Excuse me. I love long movies for that very reason. You lose track of time because you went in, you went in convinced that you're going to be there for a long time, but the story moves at such an entertaining and engaging pace that by the time the movie's wrapped up, you can't believe it's already over. Surprise! It's over. I've all I've ever done, all a creator can really do is tailor make stories to entertain themselves and hope the audience feels the same way. The Walking Dead has always been built on surprise. Not knowing what's going to happen when you turn the page, who's going to die, how they're going to die. It's been essential to the success of this series. It's been the lifeblood that's been keeping it going all these years. Keeping people engaged. It just felt wrong and against the very nature of this series um, not to make the actual end as surprising as all the big deaths. For Shane all the way to Rick. Hmm. Yeah. So that's... It's kind of uh, interesting. I, I think they need to end it. Well, I, I, I think it's interesting, like, and it makes you wonder, like, how they are going to handle the end of this series, I'm the gonna, TV show. I'll watch the last episode to find out who the last man is, or woman, whoever well, maybe. And I probably won't even know them. Well, it's one of the... But it's one, this is one of those things where, like, like Kirkman is saying, like, I just wanted to end it Without people knowing, I didn't want you to know that this was all I had, and so the surprise. Now I and I wonder, like, because especially in the Walking Dead series at this point, they've kind of gotten so far off. Well, it's a thing, you know. It ain't gonna end yeah. like the comics, right? But so you wonder, like, okay, so when do they end it? When Daryl dies. Okay, like, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's not. What's after Daryl? Nothing. I'm just. There is no other. I mean, but the show is the show is structured in a way that you don't have to have Daryl Dixon. You you need a Daryl Dixon. 
Is I don't even know if Negan's still alive. I don't. I don't. So long it's been since I watched it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Either. I know it, they had him in a prison. Yeah. So I know. I don't know, but like, I, I just, I just found this interesting that like, this is how Kirkman decided he wanted to wrap it up. And I wonder if like the seat, the like, the fight, like it, it was weird. Like of all everything that happened, like. Like AMC made a big deal out of, like this is the final three episodes of for, of Rick Grimes, mm-hmm. you know, and he, I know, yeah, you know, which they didn't do for any other character, no. you know, but then they didn't kill him off but that's either because he announced he was leaving, right? But they didn't kill him off either, mm-hmm. you know. They're gonna make movies with him, yeah. But at the same time, like you gotta wonder, like if if they if you adapt the Kirkman philosophy to the TV show and you just kind of end it one day. Without telling anybody, like, how pissed off would AMC be? Like, they don't want to do that. They want to cash in on like this is the final season of The Walking oh, Dead. Yeah, they this is the series yeah. finale. Like, they want those big ass ratings. Kind of like what WB's doing with Supernatural. Right. No fucking clue how that's going to end, but they're pushing that last season. Right. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you got to wonder like another one. How the hell are they going to end that? What Supernatural? Yeah. I mean, you can't even say because they both died. Well, they've both been dead and brought back how many times? I mean, who's going to be the one standing on that one? I think I think that ha- that has to be one of those shows where the way it ends is like they're still there. Like at the end of it, like okay, we've we've done this, this, and this, but there's still the more to be done, and they just go about their merry way. But see, I have a problem with that because. Um. Oh my God, I, Sam keeps coming ahead, but I'm thinking of the other brother. He de- Dean. Yeah, Dean has always been the one, the driving force of doing all that. So I can't see him just being like, "Yeah, I'm done." Well, I don't think it would be done. I never see him. No, doing they're not going to be done. Like it's, the way the show ends is going to be like, it's like okay, we've solved all of this, but now there's more work to be done. Yeah. And like it ends with them just driving off in the in the in the car. Because as we all know, evil will never stop. Right. But like I'm <clears throat> I'm interested in like like the characters I'm investing in, like Castiel and stuff right. like that. Like how how are they gonna end their shit, you know? It's just weird. If that that and the Walking Dead it's like just two weird shows, it's like how it's got to be good because you and I both know we've watched shows where it was the end and you're like, that what? I watched all these seasons for that shit? You gotta end them good. Yeah. I've invested how many friggin' seasons in Supernatural? Well, you spent End it good. How many seasons in Walking Dead before I, the only season I haven't watched is this last one because it turned to shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a funny thing. Like, I mean, we, we we talked about the Game of Thrones finale, <sighs> the fun and the fun, the final season. So weak, you know, and how it, it disappointed so many people. Mm. And like, you think back to like other TV shows, it did end, and like, how many of them do actually end good? Yeah, not very little. Like Lost, I know that only ran for five seasons, but I was so invested in that, I even stuck it out through that goddamn writer strike, which it was a terrible season. And that's how they ended it? Yeah. With half the shit not even explained? Yeah. yeah it pissed me off. You know? That, it, 
And I'm talking about shows that actually did end. Yeah. Not ones they pulled, like Jericho. Right. No, like one show, shows like that, like, that they promoted, like, this is, this the, is final the final season. season. This exactly. Is the fi- this is the series finale. Right. Like, I'm worried about, like, you know, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this is their final season that they're airing oh, right now. It? And, like, I'm kind of worried, like, it's been very good, but I'm worried about how it's going to end. Yeah. You know, like... It's like how 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 weak is this sauce going to be? The only reason I think that way now is because of Game of Thrones. No, I always think that way because like there are very few shows. Like I think back to like shows that I love, and like how many of them like had like a satisfying ending, and I can't count like, like Battlestar Galactica is the only one that ever comes to mind where I say that that series finale was satisfying. The way that show ended, I was very happy with. Oz. Okay, Oz. I think Oz ended very well. And quite frankly, and I know you're going to laugh at me, but I think Miami Vice ended well. Yeah, I don't remember, but... (laughs) Hello, sir. (laughs) He almost fell. I'm sorry, it ain't funny, but it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I just... like. They went their separate ways. The the great the greatest series... You know, they they say like the greatest series finale ever... Was the New Heart show? God, I thought you were gonna say Mash. No, no, like where like he wakes up and it was like all a dream, yeah. and because it, it, but yeah. he's with the it's Please. the Bob Newhart show. Like that, that was really well done. Whatever, it's what? <laughs> corny. Because it all reminds me of the fucking Who Shot Bobby thing on Dallas. It was all a dream. <laughs> yeah, but this was funny at least. Yeah. Oh, okay, you're right. But like, you I think don't like back... the dream sequence shit. Right. That's a cop. I like Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah, dream sequence shit. But like, I think back like like Smallville. That ending was awful. It was awful. That's why I fear for Green Arrow, Flash, and all that other shit for you, because you know that's gonna be awful. Well, Arrow ends this season. It's gonna be awful. I don't. I. I. The ending is going. The ending is going to be. Um, the um, crisis on Infinite Earth. Mm. So I don't think it's going to be. So it's just going to be continued, but in a different manner. I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. Like when you think about shows and how they ended and how bad they were. I got a ton of DVDs back there, box sets that. Oh yeah. no, the Dead Zone ended well. Did it? The Dead Zone had a good ending. Yeah. That one was great. Yeah. I'll give you that one. But the rest of them... Yeah. If we're talking about, like, our show dramas. Yeah. Well, any any show. Like, like I can think of, like, when they, they did the, the finale for, um... Justice League Unlimited. Which was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. But it was a really well-done cartoon that I absolutely loved. And it ended, like, it, it, it had a series finale that tied everything together. And it, like, because they incorporated a Batman Beyond and Terry, who was that Batman and rebelling against Bruce Wayne, trying to find out the truth behind Bruce Wayne and, and who he is. And it was, like, so good. It was, like, really, really good. I was very impressed with it. Yeah, really, really good. It was. It was, like... Not just good, but really, really good. Like, it was. It was really just really, really well done. Like, it was surprisingly well done. Like, you were like, at the end of it, I was like, wow, I'm impressed that they did that. Shoot hmm. you? Excuse me. Oh, okay. Remember. 
Well, if you're going to talk comics, I think Hey Arnold had a good ending. Did it, have an, did it have an actual series ending? Yes, it did, because okay. it went back to tell us what actually happened with his parents. Oh, okay. So, yes, it did. Okay. Okay, that's, that's cool. I'll, I'll, I can appreciate that. <laughs> you're looking at me like, Hey Arnold. I love Hey Arnold. I'm not denying your love of Hey Arnold, baby. It just it seemed like Nickelodeon shows uh, normally didn't have. Other than the Pink Panther, that is like the best car scene ever. Well, mm. excluding Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Is that you? That was me. Excuse Shouldn't me. you be saying excuse me? Excuse me. God. I ain't Ian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. One last quick thing here, because this, I'm sure, will be interesting. Oh, boy. Can't wait. Okay, so, Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 was made at the time, remember, they were still doing, at the end of the movies, they were doing the bloopers. Wait, this is when Jesse was introduced. Yeah. Yes, I remember the bloopers. I I like the bloopers. Yeah, those were always funny. funny. Really well done. Well... In Toy Story 2, there there was one of the um, bloopers or, or gags. Well, they had that in, in the other movies, too, like Bugs Life. Yeah. Yeah, but in Toy, when they made two, Toy Story 2, they were still doing it, is my point. Okay. Okay, like, you know, now they don't do that anymore. They just have no. credits. Um, but in Toy Story 2, they did have the blooper reel. Right. The, the blooper slash gag I reel. I have a DVD that has all them on there right. from every movie. It's about to become a collector's item. What? Yes. That he, DVD. Here's why. Or Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Oh. Here's why. I have that on DVD. And I'm saying it's about to become a collector's item, and here's why. (laughs) You're not even drunk, and you're having problems following what I'm saying. (laughs) I didn't, wasn't sure if you were talking about the movie or the, 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 that DVD. That DVD version you have. Because there was a scene with Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. He was the 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 prospector yes, in yeah, the box. Yeah, the prospector in the yeah. box. Stinky Pete is talking in this this blooper to two Barbie dolls. Okay, yeah, he's still in in the backpack. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, I can get. I think you know, I can get you guys in the movie. You know, yeah. Like it's a very like, right? You know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Here, here's a casting couch moment. Yeah. And then he kind of yeah, Woody catches him like, oh, 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 you know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, that's no longer in the movie. It's in my movie. It's in your movie, but any future releases of Toy Story 2 mm-hmm. and any digital release of it have taken that out because of the Me Too movement. There are so many out there. Right. But I'm just saying that this is something that, you know, Disney has decided that it was hit too close to home with this Me Too movement, and they decided to remove it from the DVD. Oh, God. Somebody else wah-wahing about something. Uh... So, I like. I guess the funny thing... The, the question does become kind of like... Is this an overreaction by Disney? Oh, I think or... it's an overreaction to somebody that pointed that to Disney. Because Pixar did have a problem with John Lasseter apparently being uh, accused of sexual harassment. Hmm. And yep. John Lasseter did direct... Toy Story 2. I, I, I just, I think it's weird. Like, It's one of those things where, like, to me, for years upon years upon years, the casting couch was, like, a thing we all knew about. Mm-hmm. 
we didn't deny like like it, it's just in recent in the past couple of years you know with people coming out and talking about the harassment that they have gone through it's become like a oh my god I can't believe that happened well I'm not shocked by that because we've talked about it since you know the dawn of movie making that there was a a quote unquote casting couch right. you know and like the ha- I, I get why Disney takes it out of the movie but I feel like it's like this overreaction in a way because it is what it is like, I, it's like a weird thing where like it feels like it's a political correctness type of move. We're like, oh, we can't have that in there. That's, but it's like it's like one of those jokes that adults get. Yeah. Like I don't know. I agree. It's an overreaction. It's been in there for so long. How long ago did Toy Story two come out? Oh, it's been a while. I want to say that came out in ninety eight. Wow. It took an odd that long. Jesus. Not even in the 2000s. Uh, When did Toy Story 1 come out then? (laughs) How fucking old are we? Well, Toy Story 1 came out in the mid-90s. I know that. Toy Story 1 came out in 95. And Toy Story 2 came out in 99. Wow. That thing's 20 years old? Yeah. Let it go, man. It's 20 years old. Toy Soldiers came out in 1991. Oh, that's a good movie. That is a good movie. I like Toy Soldiers. That was one of Shane's favorite movies. (laughs) Toy Toy Soldier was a good one. One of the few times that Sean Astin was allowed to be a badass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't many of those. No, there weren't many moments where Sean Astin got to be a badass. Uh Usually he's not just... even in his adult career either. No, that's what I mean. Like normally he's Bob. Yeah, yeah. he's Bob he's from Bob. he's Bob from season Poor two. Of... Bob. Yeah, Bob you know... got the short end of the stick on that. Sure, he's he's Sam. I you was know, gonna say Sam. Yeah, he's Samwise Gamgee. You know, yeah. but very rarely is he is he allowed to to be like yeah the badass rebel. Right. You know. But there he was in 1991, him and Will Wheaton. Yeah, now I'm going to want to see that movie again. Well, if it came out in 99, it's 20 years old, and they're bitching about it now. I don't know what's wrong with people. Well, I, I people are sensitive. I, I think that's the big thing. Like, especially today. Yes, I'm aware of how sensitive people are. Right, I understand that. But you know what I say to that? <laughs> get a hard shell, people. Wow. I, I get it, and I don't get it, I guess. like I don't get it. Yeah. It's the P word. That's what people are, the P word, and I don't mean people. As Christopher Titus would say, don't be a wussy! Exactly. I am at work all day long. I cannot figure how human beings actually walk through their day without somebody holding their hand constantly. I don't understand this. Do something for your fucking selves for once. Figure it out. Solve the problem. And you're calling me the stupid one because of where I work. I don't get people. So stop being so damn sensitive. (laughs) You hurt my feelings. 
Guess what? You don't have any feelings. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Take them away. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know why. Why they're uh, doing that? Okay, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's an over, it's a it's obviously a reaction to the Me Too movement. And they, I guess they feel like oh, it hit yeah, too close definitely. to home, and so they're taking it out. But I just it's like one of those weird things where it's like, wow, really? Yeah. I I get it. I don't get it. I guess like it's like you know. I don't either. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I seriously doubt. Like, when you say it's all going to be a collector's item, how many copies of that? Yeah, I know. I, I was making a joke. I mean, how, what? Mine's been sitting on the shelf since probably '99. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just making a joke, but I mean, yeah. In a way, it's it's kind of true because it's going to have the scene like. Yeah. You know. It's going to make me want to go and watch it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not streaming it. Damn it. <laughs> no. I refuse to share. Get your own. Alright, so, uh... Let's go ahead and dip our toe in the old mailbag. Mailbag! You seriously still do that? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my goodness. You're such a weirdo. And as always, we start with our good friend, Super Fan Thad. Thad still writes in? Every week. My God, Thad, get a life. Hello, my two favorite ghost hunters. <laughs> that would be you and Ian. Yes. I see nothing wrong with marrying a ghost. I was married to a ghost before platypus. I was in a marriage with the ghost of Mrs. Cunningham. We got divorced when I caught her fucking Fonzie. <gasps> yeah, the sex was great. Also, she used it. Well, no, 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 no. Is he still hung up on that woman? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my original statement. For the love of God, Thad, get a life. Wow. <laughs> Sean, I love getting an air dry after a shower. Not only do I let the cat lick my leg, I let the cat lick my taint. Oh. oh that's why'd you read that? That's fucking disgusting. That uh, No, 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 no. Now we're gonna have chat or uh, animal services call on his ass. I think I may need to postpone the P and P barbecue until August. We are working on the house. I want to be in great shape for the barbecue. I am still wait waiting for that swinging. No, no, we're not discussing that. What barbecue? He wants to have us all over to his new home and have a big barbecue. The problem is, I am afraid to actually eat or drink anything at his house for fear of ending up in the basement. Yeah. Yes. The dungeon. True. Yes, the dungeon. We have a second from our good friend, a second writing from our good friend Thad. Thad writes in, Hello, my two favorite furries. <laughs> Sean Dub Dub Coon and Ian Foxtail Bellamy. <laughs> well, for those who don't know, if you're new to the show, around July 4th weekend is ArthroCon here in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a furry convention. It's called the Freak Show. <laughs> That's this, what I call it. This is where people who engage in the, the furry lifestyle come. They have a big convention. They get together. They have fun. How do they walk around in those things in this heat? Oh, I don't even want to think about oh my it. God, did you see like on the news? I'm like, how are you standing this heat? Today is the day of the parade. Like people, oh. people show up downtown and they bring the furries out 
and they, they, they parade down the street and shit. And it's like, this week in Pittsburgh, like, the average temperature has been, like, 85 degrees. It was over with, 90 today. With a thousand percent humidity. Today it was 92. Today, today it was 92 with the humidity in the thousands. <laughs> the thousands. Like, like, literally, it was, like, walking. Yeah, and then it rained, so, you know, they all got wet yeah. and soggy. <clears throat> I think they were back inside by then. Oh my God, what is wrong with people? But, like, I just can't imagine, like... Like the jungle rot you're getting, like walking around in that furry cot. Does not smell good in there. No, it cannot smell good in there at all, at all. Like you've got to like. It'd be like, um, like the goalie hockey equipment. Oh. (laughs) Oh. You remember that shit? Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah. Um. Thad makes several um remarks about. Furries that um, I really don't want to get into. Yeah, I'm okay not hearing them. Yeah. Um, we know what freaks they are. Still working on the house. <laughs> Installed a nice barn door over the fourth into the media room. Helps keep the kittens, kids inside. Did I mention this is also soundproof? You cannot hear the screams of Thad getting pegged. <sighs> Who's doing the pegging? Well, Okay. You do, first of all, do you know what pegging is? No. Okay, that is usually where a woman wears a strap on and fucks a guy oh in the ass. Oh my god, Sean! <laughs> what, you, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's not me. It's that. You didn't have to. You can be like, you just don't want to know. Well, some things you should know. My god, I hope it's his wife. We're assuming that. That we're assuming that's how they spent their marriage night. Mm, freaks. Yes. So. <laughs> Um, what is wrong? But yeah, that, that's very. I can't wait to see the media room. I I, I might have to pass on that. Well, he's got he's got a hundred and three foot. I can just imagine what screen. the okay in the rest of the room and what could it possibly? <laughs> I didn't give a shit about that. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for our good friend. I'd be afraid of what he's broadcasting on it. Well, that could be a problem. Like that, you yeah. know. We, none That's of us, a hard pass for me, sorry. None of us want to see two girls, one cup at oh. 103 inches in high definition. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Next up, we have our good friend Tim, better known as Superfan Otter. Oh, okay. Uh, Tim writes in, hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Thank God you two had the fortitude to stick it out. Nothing worse than these podcasts that retire, say they're retired, then come back. Ooh. What's even worse than those podcasts are the ones that go on Twitter talking about coming back with a Game of Thrones finale special, have everyone vote in an overcomplicated yet still incomplete Twitter poll, and never release the episode. Those shows are real jagoffs. Who was that? Anybody I know? That'd be the Besotted Geek. Oh. <laughs> they retired. Then Stork said that they was were, the two. Yeah, Stork and Peacock. Ah. Yeah, and then they said they were gonna. He said they were gonna maybe do that. He did say maybe. So he's dissing himself. No, no. This is Otter. Oh, Otter is making fun okay, of Stork. Okay, the other two that were there yeah. that night. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I know. I know. We're trying to put Run, the pieces together. Filthy yeah. animals. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, great show last week. I have to give the highest recommendations to Pat the Pat McAfee show. And its sister production, Homeland Radio, both in its 2.0 version. 
I found them just as they broke from Barstool Sports, and well, frankly, I have open slots on my dance card with a certain podcast retirement. Great shows, and I too was not able to partake in the Pittsburgh show last weekend. Seriously, Google him telling the Troy Polamalu story and you're hooked. Every time Troy comes up on the show during another NFL interview, Pat calls Troy an asshole. Which is hilarious because everyone knows he isn't. Someday he will interview Troy and it will be glorious. Hmm. I just got hot and heavy with Barstool just before they put up the paywall and started giving their shows to a bunch of hookers. The comments on their blogs used to be next level amazing. Then they set the comments section to pay for subscribers and it went downhill. They pretended it was because the comments got all racist and sexist and shit, but that was bullshit. Those kind of jagoffs get voted down and you don't see it. Except the sexist stuff. Those guys are correct. Right, Nancy? Right? What? Why is he pointing at what? Well, because, you know, you don't believe in women's rights. Who said that? You. When has those words ever come out of my well, mouth? You're, you're, well, okay. Let's just put it this way. You're, you, it, it's basically presumed by those who listen to this show, <laughs> for the most part, that you you do not believe in feminism whatsoever because of your hatred for all things Black Widow. Um, <laughs> your your hatred until you, you saw Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Oh and any other strong female hero of any type. Because women are a bunch of whiny bitches. <laughs> and there's the manifesto, people. <laughs> Which is a woman that's behind the fucking Toy Story 2 scene being taken out. I want you want to pet me on that one. Okay. <laughs> Grabbed my very own bottle of Jim's famous sauce this week. Now every hot dog will feel like Jim's hot dogs. Mm. Fuck you, Thad. I know what you're thinking. Mm-mm. You you did not like Jim's Famous Sauce. No, I did not. I don't. It's disgusting. I can make better shit than that. Wow. That is yet another strong statement and opinion from Nancy. <laughs> that stuff was disgusting. Send your emails, too. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I Jason did... Frigger at Hobie.com. <laughs> I did like the french fries in the, in the milkshake, though. <laughs> But the hot dog with sauce, cheese, and onion. It's gross. Yeah. Greatest thing ever. Nancy no, calls it No, it's not the greatest thing ever. <laughs> this is what I deal with, people. <laughs> this is what I deal with. <laughs> Sheets makes a better fucking hot dog than that. Wow. <coughs> Harsh. Fuck, Target Cafe makes a better fucking hot dog than okay, that. Okay, I'm going to pretend like you didn't say that. <laughs> That sauce gotta go. I don't understand that sauce. It's just the the taste of it is just gross. Mm. What does it taste like to you? It it tastes like victory. It tastes like vinegar with a bunch of pepper in it. It, t- it tastes it tastes like America. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <coughs> it tastes like Pittsburgh. <laughs> America, please forgive him. He he does not know what he says. <laughs> America. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Is there anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, my no. dear? No. You're, no, you're thanks done. For, thanks for having me on, though. Well, it's... I'm, I, I know it was, like, by default, but... Well, I, I appreciate you coming on the show and filling <laughs> in. 
it's it's great to have somebody who um, can, can can step in for Ian and uh, <laughs> yeah, strongly opinionated, so it, you can argue. Yeah, get strongly opinionated. <laughs> so, we we go from being Pittsburgh nerd to first take all of a sudden when you come on the show, <laughs> and I become Stephen A. Smith for some ungodly reason. <coughs> what do you want me to do? Lie? No, I I appreciate your opinion. It's uh, yeah, good because I can't lie. I don't want you to lie. I want you to be you. That's why. That's why the people like you. That. That's why there are those out there who who call themselves Nancy's Knights. Yeah, the once every six months they get to hear me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's that? <laughs> that would be that. Yes. I think. I think I gave enough of my opinions for the evening. Okay. <laughs> well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. I can send us an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. We're very easy to find. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. And um, remember, we are a member of a number of different podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Danger Entertainment Network. Uh, just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, the listener, uh, for checking us out each and every week. Um, you know, we do appreciate it, especially you know at times like this when we have a substitute step in, and uh, somebody has to come out of the back, come out of the the bullpen, because one of us is ill. What were you gonna say? Bat cave. As I say, batter's box, but that's not yeah. right. You have to coming out of the bullpen. Hmm. The batter's box. Yeah. So yeah. you just did this show in full circle. I did. I see. I, I'm bringing it around. I'm bringing it around. That's what I do. That's a sign of professionalism. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so then on that note, the dreamer has awakened. See you.